was just as good as the ones that visualized. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, there you go. It's like it's this thing where what I've how I've employed this tactic is if there's something I don't want to do and I recognize that my brain is like fighting me and it's like not it's not got the gusto I've not got the wind behind me it's like really sluggish and finding myself do other things it's often those things that are actually like really important and I want to just delay them or something so what I do is I imagine myself doing that thing like I absolutely love it Mm. and like like making it fun in my own way like this angel singing around me and I'm like they're hugging me and <laughs> kissing me and, <laughs> and they're like oh yeah Ben you're such a legend and then that overwrites that previous like if you make it really really vivid and like you can almost feel it in your body that's mm. kind of strong and it kind of overwrites that negative correlation that, that negative con- connection that your brain had to that thing before and okay. it kind of makes you feel, and then you can just like make a new reason to do that thing. And that really helps too. It's like, if you're like, like I was doing some work and I was hating it and my wife was like, oh, maybe just change how you see it. So I imagined that like everything that was about that job, I like chose to enjoy. And that may sound weird, but like at the end of the day, the weather is always going to be raining and you can complain about it being raining or it's always going to be sunny and you can always complain about it being hot mm-hmm. it's always going to be one of those things you know yeah so like if you don't choose to enjoy whatever is coming and I know this is like all applies differently to different situations but it's like if you have something that you can't avoid or you can't not do and you actually feel like actually deep down you should do this is a really useful tactic to kind of be like feel the wind beneath it yeah and enjoy whatever is there so yeah that's, that's one thing i found yeah. that, that was cool to share that's pretty cool like your I, probably sucks yeah <laughs> so it's it's like it's that's all well and good but even imagining it being enjoying is like a struggle in itself <laughs> yeah true true well like sometimes you can visualize uh you can visualize like what what it means to you like maybe your job is an enabler and it enables you like travel (laughs) around Canada in a van and like that's a seriously amazing job and like it is probably there's other ways to do you can always change what you do blah 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 but um that's one thing if you could if you if you were like stuck at your job you can employ that kind of thinking but it helps me with like I know cleaning the floor Yeah, because that's, I think, something I also struggle with motivation with often is, you know, like those mundane day-to-day tasks of like do your dishes or fold the washing or whatever it is. And so, yeah, like getting up the motivation to do those things, um, it can be a struggle. And so sometimes it's also like, okay, let's gamify it and let's, um, I get a treat at the end of doing this and then, yeah maybe I can do that with work (laughs) that's a really cool one um there's an app where it treats your life like an RPG oh yeah game and like you level up when you've done like a bit of task and you put your tasks in and it and it gamifies it all oh that's cool yeah I need I need one of those google just google like ADHD RPG game sure Um, I made a big list of things that I've learned since I learned I had ADHD in the last two years. I made a big list of the things I learned that helps with motivation. Okay, go. (laughs) Come out. Okay. Okay. My number one super plan, I'll call it. My super plan is write down, um, go into what I call a deep work session. So you've got no distractions, phone on airplane mode. And then write down a list, a plan of what you got to get done. Boom, down. Mm. Then it helps if you're on meds or have worked out in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like do a beastie cardio bashing, get your heart rate up. <laughs> right. I'm sure you find that good. And then also make your environment have as less distractions as possible. Like for example, and, and you can also place things where they're most useful too so like um 
let's say you want to go on a run in the morning, you can place your clothes, like instead of thinking about, oh, I have to go on a run in the morning or what time do I have to swim run? You can just put your clothes ready to go, like right by your bed instead. Mm. And that's your main focus. Is like mm-hmm. the thing that will get in the way unless you do it. Yeah. Oh, I have so much to share. I'm really enthusiastic about it. So I just like to say everything. Yeah, go. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. Hang on. Don't worry, I'll bring it back. Put your clothes next to the bed. Yeah. What I love is making your environment uh, encourage the kind of life you want to live. So you can... Let's say you wanted to record more music, then just make a mini recording studio anywhere you go, or put the app right in the homepage. Like, yeah, make it where you see it and externalize it as much as you can. Like, have yeah. it in front of you anywhere you go. Like, sometimes I love writing stuff on my hand, to be honest, because it's so handy. Uh, you can't see my camera right now, but I have like, well, it's not useful stuff. It's just how much I've been spending on gas, but it's written on my arms. So it's just like random no. dollar amounts. <laughs> see, I just carrying a pen. I should do that more because I found that really handy. I put pens everywhere. I have a pen next to my driver's seat. I have two in this like little box thing that's in the back of my van. I have one oh. in my fanny pack and I have one in my other bag that I carry everywhere. So I have pens everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Man, pens, magic things. And then when anyone's like, hey, do you have a pen? You're like, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. that magic human. Don't that. have a lighter, though. Don't smoke. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> One thing that um, you could probably share with people, you know about the Bujo method. Yeah. Like bullet journaling. And I was thinking about that thing where you write everything down that you have to do. And then you rewrite them in priority order or like number them. Mm. Yeah, you um, can do. And that has helped me loads. Yeah. So you can either use like colors to prioritize or you can just like oh. put numbers next to things of like, this is the most important. Um, but yeah, sometimes even just writing it down can be help yeah. break it up into like, what do I actually need to do? Yeah, it's like, I don't know why I'm not so good prioritizing things, but like it takes, it's almost as if it takes more brain juice for me. Yeah, I think, I think that is a lot of ADHD is it's like the prioritization of things and like distinguishing between what's actually important and what's urgent. So there's this system, I forget who, who made it, but basically there's like four boxes and the top right-hand corner is um, important and urgent. And then the bottom right right is important but not urgent. And then the top right is urgent but not important. And then, wait, how is there four? (laughs) I don't know. Not Oh, yeah, and then the bottom one is not urgent, not important. So it's like you can do it anytime. And so you should focus on the urgent and important. But we get so many like notifications on our phone and like things like that, that are constantly distracting us that are maybe urgent or they're coming up as like, Oh, you need to do this now, but it's not actually important, you know? And so we have trouble distinguishing those things sometimes, I think. Interesting. Do you think it's like, it's almost like mental math. Yeah. When you do mental math, you have to hold loads of stuff in your head and to like work out, priorities you have to almost hold up one thing one task and then another task and like compare them all at the same time yeah maybe that's why externalizing something like with a pen and paper really helps because it stays there you don't have to hold it in your ram of your mind yeah because we have limited working memory (laughs) yeah someone once described to me that it's like a whiteboard or a shelf and there's like limited room on that shelf. Yeah. So, I mean, I, actually, that's, I think some yeah. of those things are like great for knowing what to do, right? Which is, I think, the first step. But then once you know what to do, how do you make yourself do it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, let's, that's stage two. Is like, so one is prioritizing. And then two is like, how do you, how do, you do, do the thing? So... Well, 
<laughs> That's the question, isn't it? But like, I don't know. Like, definitely the environment is a huge factor and we could talk about the environment for a bit. Yeah. So, like, make it conducive to doing the thing. I think yeah, my yeah, like, one of my things so at the moment is that it's really hard to limit distractions because I live in a box. Um, <laughs> in, a box in, in my van. And so, like, my whole life is in the van with me and so limiting what is in my visual realm is kind of hard because there's only so many things I can put away um, right it's all out and about and, you, and it's a visual trigger right yeah Anything. exactly and the windows um Andy Warhol had a technique where he had this busy studio and he found himself getting like bogged down and distracted and so what he did he made a new studio that had just pure white walls Mm. there's nothing in there at all just white walls and white floor and then he had like a canvas and the paint and that's how he he optimized his environment because you can imagine like when there's nothing else we're such like visual based creatures that that's what you're going to do like you're going to paint yeah maybe so I have these curtains that are behind my driver's seat and they block off the driver's seat from the rest of the van so maybe I should just close them when I'm trying to work so I can't see the driver's seat and think oh I should drive again I should go somewhere new oh yes interesting and sound one thing I found that helps me concentrate is just having like my noise cancelling headphones on even if it's not got any music or anything mm. but for some reason I'm not hearing the cars outside or I'm not hearing the birds and I'm not hearing like people yelling for some reason I, because isn't there like you know how a lot of us are like feel and hear more like, yeah it's more just noise it, like sensory noise and so I feel like when you just like almost like carve your senses you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when you when you mute your ears, I don't know, can we wear shutters like horses? That <laughs> I like that. Idea. I guess that's kind of like wearing a cap almost. Like it's not quite blocking out the sides, but <laughs> put on a cap and that can be we like my be... working hat. <laughs> yeah. But I was right. It will get you in the mindset, right? I've heard of people making um wait, that's not relevant. But what are you thinking? Like, what if you put a blanket on your head? Okay, right? that doesn't help when I'm in meetings. But <laughs> <laughs> on video, but like, but like, we should do an experiment where some of us put a big black blanket over our heads, or you can do it in VR. Even you heard of that? You can like use your computer in VR these days. Oh, what? Wow! Can't get any. Like, as long as you're not got notifications in the VR thing, then. Yeah, you can have like whole office spaces and like write whiteboards and stuff. Oh, and put yourself in like a virtual cafe where you are motivated to work. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. So um, is that is that your full list? You still got more? No, I have a bunch of things. Continue. I have a book that I want to recommend called Getting Things Done. Yeah. And I thought, lol, that book is too obviously named. No way will that work. But it's literally the practical steps of how to like formulate the way to get things done yeah and it's basic mindset the mindset of it is it's kind of like you're a jedi which i like and it's Uh if it's basic it's basic hypothesis is if you have a thought in your head and it's like coming up like a notification yeah it's your brain telling you that you've not chosen what that thought supposed to do like you've not given it a place in your mind you've not, like let's okay. say if if like something comes up like oh you, you have to call just say to that thought or write it down somewhere mm. and there's all this like mechanisms for how to not have what they call open loops where these notifications keep coming back instead you deal with them put them where they're supposed to be in a planner or even just responding to your brain and saying, oh, I'm going to do that tomorrow. You know, not that we'd do that. 
but you can like instead of a thought like sometimes when thoughts come now i make a reminder on my phone as a response to it and that thought goes away and doesn't come Ooh. back yeah because it's so been acknowledged over time yeah you're, you're like seeing it and over time you get a clearer and clearer mind like a jedi mm. and then I you can put that, that into like well if your mind is clear then you can focus on the thing that you should be doing Zatamundo. It's it's written by David Allen, and I literally only read the first two chapters because yo, there's other things to do in the world. <laughs> what can I say? Um, but that was enough to like reflect on it for like months. Yeah, and it's like given even those first two chapters give me a little bit of juicy info. How to get things in. done, but not finish this book. <laughs> yeah, how to get oh yeah, lol. It's a way of life, uh, they yeah. say. Um, oh, I'm great at not finishing there. books. I have a whole bookcase in my living mm. room of books I have either not read or not finished reading. <laughs> Me too. And I don't know, maybe it's an ADHD thing, but finishing a book, that should be, that would be a good challenge yeah. to do. Because I don't know why, but when things I see, when I see things as challenges, and when like the ADHD coaches I've talked to have talked about, challenges as a way of saying mm. it why is it so much easier to do that thing oh yeah because I, our brain is like challenge motivated and I don't know why that is or what that like where that comes from um but that is something and that's a big reason of why I currently have no motivation in my job is because it's not challenging and it doesn't use my brain much like it's mm. very basic work and so I need to. I I have said exactly (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, But I don't know how to make it a challenge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm struggling with at the moment. Like five people's more work. Yeah, exactly. That would actually probably make it a bit more challenging. So outsource it and do something else. Yeah. I would fucking yeah, outsource it to someone else. Your job. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that will work. Um, but yeah, go on. I was going to share some of, so I got like a, a lot of replies to this. Basically, I posted on the story of the ADH Doers uh, Instagram page, which uh, follow us, by the way. Um, <laughs> if you're not already, I don't know how you got to this podcast. <laughs> but I posted on there and I was all like um I've got no motivation to do my job I don't care how do I get motivated um or like what is your suggestion blah 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 um and I just wanted to know the majority of people like almost everyone said quit or get another job (laughs) which probably explains why we have such trouble holding down work because most people are like don't do it then (laughs) that's seriously i i honestly feel like as an adhd you almost can't not do what you love yeah well and and i don't want to do anything i'm in a unique situation right now where I'm stuck because my company has sponsored me to stay in Canada. Um, And so I literally can't work for anyone else. But yes, thank you everyone who's telling me to get another job. If I could, I would. (laughs) If I could work full time for ADHD doers and earn money, then I would. (laughs) I love it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe she finds some sort of job. Well, we're going to get to that point when we're with a dream team and getting enough spawn spawn and money through <laughs> the <Spons> Patreon. <laughs> Join our Patreon to give Adamina the ability to quit her job. <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that everyone in the community said that you should leave the job. It is a pretty good indicator that I should leave my job. Yeah. Yeah, but there are a couple of good replies in here you know ask yourself why you chose the job in the beginning um nepotism that's why <laughs> what's nepotism uh when someone you know gets you the job so my cousin got me the oh interview. savage and you have to you have to have it to stay in canada eh? yes if i quit my job i will get deported 
So I guess that's a reason. You know, that could be motivation. Yeah, not getting deported. Yeah. Not getting deported. Wait. You know, think of all the great Canadian things and thinking, yeah. I can, I can do it because I love Canada. Someone else says, uh, remind yourself why you joined again and then make the work enjoyable. Listen to music and then mm. a plant emoji. So I guess just have plants. Make it beautiful. <laughs> get another you job, get another job, get another thing. job. Sorry, what was that? You could put plants around your screen and make it feel like you're in a jungle. Oh. I think that's what that emoji was saying. Yeah, that would be nice. Disconnect and return later slash vacation i just got back from vacation and it did not help it made me more motivated to want to leave because <laughs> i was like oh i really enjoyed this not working <laughs> it, really is, it really is an art form live like having a job with adhd though oh yeah like learning to enjoy one you don't like and also finding one you do like they're both like it's an art form especially like finding ways to enjoy it i would love and to experience like a day in a neurotypicals brain where they can just even though they don't really care that much about something like just do it anyway you know yeah, me too. that'd be interesting all of us and it's not like physically painful for them to do the thing that they don't care about <laughs> yeah it's like on on days where i've chosen to do meds and write a big list of things to do it I feel so easily motivated to do the things that are odd and it actually like feels really good mm. to do to tick things off the to-do list and I've never felt that like not on meds and yeah a new well thing to me. Like, to I think in general off. just achieving things feels good <laughs> yeah yeah right that's um another thing I'd love to talk about sometime is like sometimes I go on my phone and just scroll and that gives me the dopamine hit, but achieving things on my to-do list is like a different drug that gives me that same thing. Mm. Um quit yeah. now, get a different job, quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this one. Yeah, calcula- calculating how much money, how much freedom the money gives you compared to another job. Oh, that's interesting. That's true. That is that is a, a, a good thing. And, and that is something sometimes I, when I remind myself of that, I think I do have an easier time like doing the work because I'm like, oh, it gives me the freedom to do this, like drive around Canada, um, the ability to pay for the gas money that it costs to do that, you know, right. that I wouldn't so have otherwise. See- you could see it like for each hour you work on your job that you don't like, how many miles could you drive? Or like how, what percent of going to somewhere you really want to go is that hour? And you yeah. can see yourself getting closer and closer. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Good. I like that idea. And then you, what well, was the other one? You said dual pay with someone, someone you like. I think that's dual kind pay. of like... Um... Body doubling. Work in a room. Yeah, body, like when you're working with someone. Yeah, so maybe I can like jump on a chat with my, um, or a call with one of my colleagues and like even if we're not actually, you know, talking, we can um, be in the same room virtually. There's some websites where where you can do that with people and there's like you're in a workroom and you will just sit in silence like with each other. Yeah, because there's a thing where it's like just knowing that someone else is there helps to increase your motivation. And I don't know why that is. Um, But I I guess it comes down to like accountability, like knowing someone else is there makes you think, oh, I I have to do it because this person knows that I'm doing it. Mirror neurons just want you to do what the people around you are doing. And we're programmed to have them too. That's interesting mirror neurons so it's probably like that deep part of us that's like oh i better copy what everyone else is doing yeah i'd love to try that but it's like you can't go to a 
coffee shop and like <laughs> record. <laughs> I like this. I work from home. I just have a shower during my working hours. It make uh, it just made me feel happy. And then now I'm back to my thing. Wow, that's a quality idea. Yeah, I actually when I was working from uh, from home and and had a shower, <laughs> I would do that sometimes. Um, mm. Yeah, just it's like such a tactile thing. It's like a mindful yeah. thing. And, and, and turn it on cold at the end because it, like, pff, wakes you up. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's a nice mini task to do in between stuff. Or, like, it, in a Pomodoro, I reckon you could chuck a, chuck a shower in. Bring a cute plant that makes you happy and calm and let it shine on your desk. Aw. Oh, that is so lovely. Regular. Oh, this one is good. Regular timed breaks, getting up and moving around to make tea, thinking about what's next. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that like giving yourself those timed breaks is a good thing because then you it's not like, oh, I have to work now forever for eight hours. It's so long. Just being like, I have to work for 30 minutes until I have a little break. Oh, yeah. Do you find that you almost feel like you don't want to take breaks because you're like in the zone. Sometimes with certain things, but not with this job. I just want to take a break oh. all the time. But <laughs> I like I felt like I didn't ever want to eat because I loved being in that the zone. Oh, once I'm in the zone, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a zone addict. Zone addict. So I think that's like related yeah. to the hyper focus side of things, right? Yeah. Once you like, get into that. Is so fucking good. Mm. I really like it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Accomplishment. Oh yeah, they started here. Finding a way to treat yourself after small achievements at work to help you feel like you're accomplishing something. Some days I set timers and race myself to complete boring tasks. I do that too. No way. But I've forgotten that. Oh, oh wow. So, so you, you basically, yeah, you set a 30-minute timer or you set a challenge, like I have to get this done by 2 p.m. And then oh. you try and check off as many of those uh, like boring work tasks as you can in that time. And that's then cool. again, it's like gamifying or making it a challenge, right? It's making a challenge of something that's not challenging. I imagine it also increases your ability to like judge how long a thing will take too. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, try and get as much done in this 30 minutes, but actually you only get one task done, you're like, oh, wow, it takes me 30 minutes to do that thing. <laughs> yeah, like estimating how long a task is going to take, I know I'm definitely not good at, especially no. if it's like a creative task. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that when we do something on time management and time blindness. <laughs> yes, time management, next week's episode. Definitely. <laughs> I can't Someone wait. just said, I don't know, but I have this exact same problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like three that are like, new job, get a new job, new job, new, new job. job, new job. Go part-time for your own mental health. Also can't do that. Cannot afford to go part-time. Also, they won't let me, I don't think. If you so think you're done with the job, you're about six months too late. Start applying for other jobs. <laughs> you think you're done with the job, you're six too late. You know what? You could just look at your life fresh and be like, what are my options at this moment? Yeah. You know, like have a big, what do they call it? I, like the Australians call it a sus. You know, where you like to see everything, have a look at everything, take a second look because maybe it's like you seem like you're stuck, but actually like there are other options that could help you achieve the same goals. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, take a step back. Thing. Finding the reason why you're doing what you're doing, setting small goals for yourself to work for, to continue self-development. Though if you don't care about this job, I'd say keep searching for something new and find a way to achieve what you feel more passionate about. Oh, <laughs> quit. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, maybe you will quit. I probably will. No, I told them I will. Basically, as soon as I get my permanent residency, I'm going to quit. So they know that. How long have you got? Well, until I finish my application, which is just me figuring out the paperwork. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing in front of the thing. I also want to know. Set a professional goal. Build on things in current job that will get you where you want to be. Hmm. Mm. 
So finding a way to, yeah, use my current job to work on skills that I want in my life in general. I think motivation is like five episodes. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like the main thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like when it comes to like what actually is the most annoying like yeah i think that's probably one of the biggest struggles and the reason that causes us so much uh so many issues in like general life is that like getting the motivation to do things that neurotypicals could just do easily is the hardest part the um jess from how to adhd calls it the wall of awful and the wall is basically that like most people don't have a wall or if they do they have a step ladder to get over the wall or like they have something to knock it down with but we don't have any of those things and so like getting over that wall is a lot harder for us yeah you know we should i want to find like super matured adhd and like learn all their coping mechanisms and we could have them on the podcast and we can be like, what do you do when you don't want to do a thing that you have to do? Mm. I like this when they're like, find something else more important to do. This might or might not become your procrastination. So are they saying I should find another task that's important and then I might procrastinate by doing my job? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? That's funny. Because, like, what if the most important thing is doing that Canadian paperwork and then you can oh. procrastinate doing your job? <laughs> That's really suitable, though. Yeah, it's actually. If it was me, I'd need to be motivated by my relationships with people to make me care. I do. That is something I do like about it is the people. So. Once I'm at the point where the work itself isn't enough to motivate me, I'm out. I literally just can't. Yeah. I agree. Me. I I just want to. I'm out. Eject one. Yeah. So even if the work is shit to do with or near someone you like whose opinion you value. Yeah, I mean, that's just in general, I think, like with with work in the past, I've worked so many times in like restaurants and bars and I don't particularly care about the actual job itself, but the people there have kept me coming because I love the people I'm working with, you know? Uh, It's almost like having them around gives you the baseline dopamine. It helps. I love that. Yeah. So they're saying, like, just be around someone whose opinion you value, who you respect, who you've got a connection with. Mm. Help make the work easier, especially if you can joke about with your friends at the same time. Like, that makes, they can do anything with a group, group of friends. They said possibly start with small tasks that you can finish to a high standard so you feel fucking boss. (laughs) Start with small tasks that you can finish to a high standard. So you feel like a fucking boss. Oh, I love that. That does work, though, doesn't it? Yeah, because, like, once I mean, it's true, kind of, once I get in the flow of doing things, and then I'm like, well, I did that well, so I'll do the other things. But the problem is I feel like a lot of my job is basically just, like, copy-paste, and it's done. So it's not like you don't get that reward from doing it because you're like, a baby could do this. <laughs> oh, should I just send this episode to my boss? <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> Someone's um, like, you can't be motivated if you're not passionate. I'll switch over for now to just like I also asked on the um Instagram earlier today, just general, like what are your stories about lack of motivation or your tips um or your struggles? I like, Someone I just, just saw one. Yeah. It was like the last minute is my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> That is so true, though. The last minute is my motivation. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, when I have something to do for work, even with this podcast, we're always just like, um, yeah, so just give me five minutes and I'm just, like, coming up with all the ideas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it that you, like, put your, you put yourself in the pressure cooker. The last and it minute. works. Oh, yeah. The last minute can also be your gym. Like, I used to have to catch trains. And I was always late for them, so I'd always have to run. I'd always have to run really fast. And that was that's how I kept fit, to be honest. Just 
missing the train, always missing the train. train. And I never missed it. Um, and I always ran. <laughs> ask someone to ask me to do something that I want to do. <gasps> wow. Ask someone to ask me to do something that I want to do. Wow. You know, there's a really good ADHD book that's written by two people. I think it's maybe it's two from distraction or another one. And it's written by two people. And they, two like old ADHDers, doctors, and mm. they got it done, they said, by asking each other to do like this chapter or that chapter. Oh. And that's how they did it. They asked each yeah. other to do it. Like so my this. friend is, um, this is interesting because my friend is a programmer, right? And she says they always work in pairs and they always, they, they'll have like half an hour on where one person is coding and then they get the other person to check their work. And so I guess it's in a similar way of like do the thing and then have someone, again, I think it's just accountability is that motivation. So I need to find like my colleague who also does the same job as me to be like, Hey, can you check on me that I like did this today? (laughs) Yeah. There's also, if it is, I found this one fun is like, there's a website where you get someone to be your accountability buddy. Yeah. And you, um, you sign up to this website and if you don't do the thing, it donates to the worst charity that like you can get to, you can donate to like Trump or oh, donate to um, like a, 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 some, a, sorry, a homeless set of a cat that like kills them or something. <laughs> so you have to do the thing else to let your money will find these things you don't want to do. Yeah. Well, that's interesting yeah, it gets the thing done like let's say you have to train for a marathon you definitely train for a marathon if the money's going to go to something you don't want that's true yeah, that's amazing that's interesting um so this person wrote a lot motivation is fleeting and unreliable i never get anything done if i waited to feel motivated i try to focus on how i want to feel about myself at the end of the day accomplished etc set a timer to do the thing for a small amount of time i usually end up finishing it that's amazing Mm. so it's saying that like you don't have to feel motivated to do a thing yeah you can focus on how you want to feel at the end of the day like that's a great question like you can ask yourself at the end of the day do i want to feel like i've done that thing or even tried to do that thing yeah or do I want to feel like I didn't even try? And I, I like that. Do I want to feel accomplished at the end of the day? Or like, if I do this, how will it make me feel? And if that yes. is good, yeah, then that in itself probably can aid you in some form of motivation. But yeah, I like that. Like set a timer for a small amount of time and it's usually done. It's so true. It's like every day is a new day, you know? And like you could, I, I love that idea of thinking like tomorrow I can be a great person. And I know like we go in periods of like being a great person for like four days and then we're like off the wagon and a mess. And that's like, I don't know. But like then the day after you've fallen off the wagon, you can be like, okay, refresh. Yeah. Something. This one says creating a reward at the end of finishing a task. I love doing that. Do you ever yeah. like, make a snack? Or be like, after this, I'm going to have a fish and chips. Mm. Well, I think I told you about how when I had to do the big admin task for my work at the end of the year and I like gave myself a gobstopper after every one that I did. <laughs> like, a, like the Pavlov Dong. I think that's a great idea, though. Yeah, because sugar is like gobstopper. instant dopamine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, didn't he say that it's good to ship something while you're doing something? Russell Barkley did say that. Yeah. But yeah, create a reward at the end, whatever that is. If that's like, well, at the end of doing this, I get, I go for a little walk outside and that's my reward. And then come back and do another 20 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. I love the idea of asking someone to ask you to do the thing. 
I've never done that, but I can see how that would work because you want to please that person. Yeah, so like pleasing abilities, (laughs) plays into our people pleaser mode. So like, like, why not use that? You know? Yeah, is that what it is? Like, why does that work? I don't know, but I but I feel like then it's like finding that balance of having accountability to that person, but also at least for people like me who have some form of oppositional defiance of then not because because right now essentially my my manager has asked me to do the thing and because I don't respect authority it's almost like well I'm gonna do the exact opposite (laughs) wow so I think finding that uh balance of like you have to have enough respect for the person what if I was like like, Addy if you don't do the thing I won't like you anymore I wouldn't believe you <laughs> oh, what if I said what if I said like wait what's the other thing it's like I don't believe you can do the thing Adamina oh yeah I that's believe you can do it you're so rubbish <laughs> right how's that make you feel well prove you you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> good luck <laughs> yeah Lol. there you uh... go fixed done I like, can't imagine like, what it's like to be a manager of people like me. It must be really hard. <laughs> you need a bit of flexibility, I think, with yeah. um, your... Oh, I, I like this one. You read this one. <laughs> Meds, music, and munchies. Oh, I love yeah. that. Triple deluxe flow zone. <laughs> Meds, music, and munchies. What, like, you can just eat as you want. You can vibe along. You can like groove to the music, keep your blood flowing. I swear, yeah. you know what I love when working? I love having a like a football under the desk and I just wiggle it around under, mm. my, under the desk with my feet. Oh, I love that. Well, probably love like it. meds decreases your need to get over the wall. Or what like it I think I think medication probably helps you like gives you a little bit of a step ladder to start getting over the wall right yes yeah, yeah it like helps the wind behind you I feel yeah like it's not going to make you do it but if you create the circumstances and you try a little bit it makes it way easier yeah that's how I find and then music can be those noise cancelling headphones for me I find that yeah, yeah music helps me zone out everything else around me yes Yes. And then munchies is that like little reward or it's just like making sure that you don't get hungry because hunger can be a distraction. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like a doping yourself, a dopamine. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just going to go make myself a snack as a way to like procrastinate. <laughs> yeah. But if you have your snacks yeah. there on the table with you, you don't have an excuse to get up. <laughs> I love a cup of tea. Um, two little cup of tea slipping. Mm. I like this one. I've been trying out a short to-do list with a timer. Give myself so much time per task and breaks. This seems to be a common suggestion, actually. Yeah, and sometimes with the short to-do list, I love having like sometimes I procrastinate if the task is too, too big. So you zap, zap, zap. It's smaller. Mm. into micro chunks a life micro chunks oh I wrote this down before yeah like in relation to this it's um if you're procrastinating you've got to minimize 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 so shrink it shrink it like you've got a little laser shrink gun zap 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 until the task is mini 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 that was a short poem that I made up (laughs) to describe (laughs) micro chunking because i swear when a task is too big we just procrastinate trying to eat a whole elephant but i like seeing it like a little zappy zap gun yeah and then you just eat the trunk yeah then it atomifies the elephant you can just eat it like anyway that's my be like that guy who eats airplanes just one little bit at a time (laughs) you can eat a whole airplane a whole bit of a time a little bit of time Oh, someone says I'm struggling with going to the gym and sometimes I can't get out of the house. I know that feeling. I relate. 
And I think with stuff like that, where it's like, what you said, you put your gym clothes out the night before. So then there's less of a barrier to entry. So your gym clothes are there, sleep in them. And then you're kind of already in the place to do it. Or just walk to the door. That's the first step, right? Like walk to the door. You don't have to go to the gym. I think, I think maybe as well, like with stuff other than my specific situation, right? Obviously I have to do my job to get paid money um, and not get fired and get deported. Um, (laughs) But like general, (laughs) general life tasks and like motivation. It's just maybe take away the heaviness of it of like, oh, I have to do this i have to go to the gym and lift all these weights like maybe it's just like oh i pack my gym bag that's yeah, first like sometimes thing. what's helped me is seeing it as an act of self-love mm. to my future self it's like of course i don't want to put on my gym clothes of course you don't want to go to the gym if it's like rubbish and stinky and all this but what has helped me is being like look i want to give a gift to my future self and that's putting the clothes out or just walk into the car or whatever whatever the thing is it's in a way and then when I find that gift for my future self it's like oh wow this is appeared yeah because again it goes back to what someone else said of like think about how you will feel at the end of the day like I know if I go to the gym or I do whatever I'm gonna feel good (laughs) I'm gonna feel accomplished I'm gonna feel happy and healthy like here's another way of seeing it too is in Atomic Habits, he talks about instead of seeing it as a thing you have to do or a cost to do, let's just make it a habit. And so literally mm. what I used to do, like I'm not going to the gym right now, but before I went to the gym and like had a, when I was making that routine in my life, I started going to the gym just to be there and do nothing. Mm. You can do that. You can go to the gym. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> and... But what it does do is it reinforces the habit of making your clothes ready, going in the car or on the bus and being in the gym and like just being in existence at the gym. Yeah. And then once you're there, like. You're probably going to work out because who just sits around at the gym. (laughs) Exactly. And it might feel good to lift one weight, you know, that makes it way easier to think about because. I don't even know what to do at a gym, really. Like, you lift heavy things, and I don't know how much heavy I should lift. And I always think about that when I'm going to the gym, or, like, yeah. when I think about going to the gym. I'm like, oh, I don't know how much to lift. But, like, that's just, an, that's just a distraction at the end of the day. And I think that, man, I just want to go to the gym now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Lol. Oh, so here's some more from when I asked how did how I sh- should get motivation to do my particular job, and someone said, uh, "Sticker chart, body doubling, to dars list, stuff you did instead of to dos." Oh, oh, so it's like ta-da, yeah. I did it. So instead of yes. writing down what you need to do, you just write what you've already done, and then you're like, "Whoop whoop, up ahead." Oh, that's amazing. Writing down everything you did. Yeah, it's almost cool. like what I found really useful is having like a to-do list on one side and a done list on the other side mm. of my desk because then I can I see what I've got coming up or just like the finished thing at the end of the day like finish this song or like put four hours into this song and then on the left I'm like okay then like sometimes something goes wrong right like you have a technical issue but you spent time learning the software to fix that technical issue that's still a huge boost and i love having those to done lists mm. to die yeah. list it's so good i want to get something done i to make a list <laughs> oh someone said if you figure it out let me know i'm on a performance review myself <laughs> oh i will uh i'm also yeah I'm a... in in informal personal improvement plan is what they called it <laughs> i'm sure like this person says, ask for a project to work on, something that you can own that will benefit the business. Mm. Yeah, project. so I have actually asked for that and they have basically given me um, nothing. 
<laughs> but the, the occasional little one that I have got is great because yeah it's like oh I'm responsible for this and I need to get this done and it will help my friend or my colleague and so yeah then that's good one general motivation thought I had was like one person's been talking about barely getting out of bed um I really feel like one of the nice things I found when I was back on my like getting into the flow journey is like sometimes you're just in a funk and you feel like you can't do anything and you're like at rock bottom of motivation mm. and you feel like you can't do anything um and how I started recovering from that is just once a day I'd say I'd do I'd do a thing and I would do that thing like even if it was like take a shower yeah and it was all I always saw it as like a gift to my future self and that I think is a way healthier way of seeing it because they say that like self-discipline isn't like whipping yourself and the more you whip yourself the less you want to do something like your emotional brain wants to be on your side yeah we're really not like um punishment based creatures you know like we yes <laughs> we don't actually function that well by punishment we function more with motivation and with reward yes. totally totally wait that's a great reflection actually it's like the things that do motivate us like positive feedback is a massive one um enjoying the thing like having rewards at the end that makes us feel good about it self-trust i feel like is a factor in getting things done because Mm. you lose your ability to trust that you can even do the thing that's when I felt the lowest. Yeah. And I had to well, build that self-trust over time. Just on a personal note, right now I am, it, I'm only struggling with the motivation in that one area of my life. Like generally my quality of life is very good. I'm seeing th- new things every day, which is helping. I'm out like hiking or biking or swimming or doing whatever. Like ask me to go climb a mountain right now. I fucking will. But <laughs> ask me to make, one call to a client that is not answering us no thank you i can't wait to see how this pans out it will be interesting you've got to fill us in because we're invested now Mm. in a few months when we're like making dollar dollar from adh doers spawn spawn then (laughs) it won't matter at all (laughs) no um one book I wanted to share is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Yeah. And it talks about um, the benefits that come of having like, a really non-distracting environment um, and how they like almost put yourself in the zone on purpose because they say that in that flow state, you're like way more powerful mm. than normally are and we have way better like cognitive resources because we're not wasting on like listening to stuff or doing our brain isn't doing other functions that aren't linked to the work Mm. so i'd really recommend that book it's called deep work by cal newport deep work deep work Mm. oh this person from the community has recommended cognitive therapy yeah so my company actually offers like we have a thing called spill which is like a free therapy session thing so i might actually sign up for one of those because it might just help me to kind of like crystallize my thoughts a bit and just be like look i have no motivation to do my job help me that's really cool that's really cool your company provides that for you yeah and so like when i remind myself there are things that my company does do that's good um i think i just need to do some of those little things the chunking up get myself out of this rut of a mindset um but yeah i think we've come up with some good ideas in general for motivation like splitting things up into smaller tasks and setting a timer having someone to help you these are all things that can like help get you over that wall of yeah. awful. Big workout in the mornings too. 
yeah amazing and I think maybe that would help you too yeah because actually now I have my mornings free because I work um basically in the afternoons because I'm on a different time zone and so I sometimes have been going for a hike um in the mornings and stuff like that and that definitely helps when I'm doing that to like at least give me more happiness (laughs) that's so cool yeah and then you're in like a nature immersed mode and so you you've got that like endorphins flowing around yeah oh there was this one that someone said they sent like a direct message so some of them are pretty good (laughs) i can't wait for a response because i have employment history of 10 plus jobs for this exact reason (laughs) oh is this one so someone um lillian thank you for your message they said can you find something that allows you to find progress daily? I know for myself, if I can't see any progress, I'm like, F, do over or on to the next one. But in your job, can you do something that will give you a small victory every day? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So finding a way to be like, how is this random, very boring, boring menial task helping me develop as a person? <laughs> yes. Like maybe it's like, giving oh, you superpowers. It's teaching me patience. Patience. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Getting things done that are uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm definitely figuring out that how to sit in the uncomfortable. Like David Goggins calls it the crucible. Mm. He says to hunt down these places and environments where you're tested in different ways and ticking them off gives you this kind of invincibility mm. to what your mind wants you to do but you telling your, your mind how you want to what you want to do so this person wrote quite a bit they said honestly I feel you I used to feel that way when I worked in an insurance company work accidents area and they were always bringing me down psychologically saying that I wasn't enough if I didn't push myself they would fire me so yep it's hard so I started thinking what if instead of beating myself about it and ignore all the noise that they're doing what if I was to focus more on working on myself and learning more than to attend every request that they made me and finally the money at the end of the month was good I think you should take a deep breath, focus on yourself because good sometimes isn't enough and you are so much more than enough. Think about what's best for you and not only the others. This time is only about you. Wow. So basically just think about like what is good for me in this moment also and, you know, maybe it's okay that I'm not doing everything for them. Because well, in the long run, said, if, yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, everyone's got some sort of job. Everyone's got some sort of money income thing, and it doesn't have to represent who you are as a person. Mm. This person had a really long response some of the things that kind of said that like they were able to change some of the focus of what their job was about um like also they said clinging onto co-workers is great for times I just cannot move or motivate myself and uh I take days to ride with a partner and they motivate me to keep going because I won't let them see me slacking (laughs) I don't know if any of this helps because you are on your own music also yeah I'm on my own um so I'm remote as are many people these days and I also work from my van um so I don't have like a direct person that I'm working with but I think yeah just like letting someone know I'm working on this right now check on me in an hour I've got a crazy idea yeah and you make a mannequin and dress him up (laughs) and have him sit next to you at work (laughs) And like you want to do it for them, you want to keep working for them because they're Maybe. there for you always. Anyway, I think we've gone through quite a lot today. We're on, we're we're at an hour now, so I think motivation we might touch on again in the future. Yeah, let's um, totally do more. Let's do a part two at some point. 
But thanks everyone for responding and your tips and Ben for your mm. thoughts and those book suggestions. They sound great and I will probably actually never Ooh. read them. Yeah, um... I like the idea. <laughs> let's definitely do some um more reflecting on motivation because like time management is definitely a part of it too so we'll see what happens next week but i think if you have any tips on what gets you motivated and like what keeps you motivated and anything you do or play with let us know and we'll share them next time yeah thank you everyone again who listens we love you so much and we really appreciate your support you the yeah, best. Appreciate you. You're the best. Have a great day. Bye 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 b